Welcome to the System Speak podcast, a podcast about dissociative identity disorder. If you are new to the podcast, we recommend starting at the beginning episodes and listen in order to hear our story and what we have learned through this endeavor. Current episodes may be more applicable to longtime listeners and are likely to contain more advanced topics, emotional or other triggering content, and or reference earlier episodes that provide more context to what we are currently learning and experiencing. As always, please care for yourself during and after listening to the podcast. Thank you. I don't know that I'll need an eraser because I don't think I'll write anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, that feels like a very large blank piece of paper. Right? That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> Wait, where's our crickets? Can you hit the cricket button? Oh, this feels really yucky. Okay, I want to point out, first of all, that this was your idea. You don't remember that it was your idea. <laughs> so I'm a little worried about consent. We can seriously stop at any time. And we have two protective shields. One is we have an entire stack of post-it notes that we can use to pass at any time. And we also have the app that makes cricket sounds. Just in case we draw a blank. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Very unlikely. Oh, we are both so <laughs> nervous. Okay. So we have our little craft table set up with all the things a whole stack of blank 
computer paper. That's what my kids call it. Just what is it? Is there it's a just word? Like white paper, office paper, printing paper. Okay. So printer paper is not too far off. I don't even know what to say. Avoidance. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me tell you this. I was this weekend about something else talking to my friend, our friend, Alexis. Who does not want her name thrown out on the podcast? But she helped edit some of my books and a very dear colleague. I love her. So, um... Alexis, though, we were talking about something like she works with inpatient kids. I think mostly teens, I'm not sure, but specializes child adolescent. That's not for us. We are not child adolescents sometimes. But <laughs> um, she said, well, I'm so anxious about this. I can't even think straight. It's really mm -hmm. hard. It's really hard. Okay, it was so a terrible idea. I think it's brilliant. I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> Alexis um, is maybe the only person on the planet who could convince me that DBT is good. But partly because she uses it accurately and in a way that's actually useful as opposed to throwing it at people who don't have their frontal cortex online at all and that's all you do and then their failures at therapy, which is not helpful. Right. Right? But one of the things that Alexis taught me is approach instead of avoidance. Uh-huh. I know, right? She used to be my friend too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very betrayed. <laughs> so I feel like this is what's happening right now. We are approaching instead of avoiding. Yeah, but we're approaching very slowly and squiggly. <laughs> very slowly and squiggly. Oh. I like how you have arranged the post-it notes in a very pretty spiral pattern. Well, so that you can... Pick whatever color you want. They're all available. Thank you. Or anybody who might need one. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> well, do we just need to start by saying what the idea was? Or we could start. Okay. I don't remember, so you have to say. It was mapping. Oh. You said we should do a podcast episode and map. What was I thinking? I don't know. Also, this, uh, to be fair, this was your idea a really long time ago. Yeah. Months and months. Months and months. And we, then we had hard months. Uh -huh. I was sad. I lost my DID. Did you know that? It's gone. make it difficult to map. No wonder your paper is blank. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Maybe that's why I was grieving you when you were right here. Maybe. <laughs> All of those things went away. Oh, everything is fine. It's fine. It was a really hard summer. Mm -hmm. In like hard conversations kinds of ways. Yeah. But good. 
Good. Like one of the things that we talked about, I just heard it crash downstairs mm-hmm. and I'm just going to pretend everything is fine. They're fine. I don't hear anyone screaming or crying. Mm-mm. Maybe it's just the popcorn machine. Or it might have been whatever they're watching too. Okay. I'm not anxious. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. So between religious trauma unfawning which by the way ruined my life yeah thanks for that anytime so do i want to listen to a podcast you found no 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 i do not (laughs) now i know the answer it's always no yeah so there's that what else did i learn this summer like it's been a long time since we actually did a podcast episode you or me other than i did just this weekend do the one for the mm-hmm. what's happening in the Middle East, which is just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I I also learned like I had a really I wanna say interesting, but that's a not it's too overly simple to say that. But an interesting summer of learning what does it look like to have flexible boundaries and what boundaries do I want flexible and which ones am I actually just doing fine? Like in every area of my life. So when you lost your DID, mm-hmm. Nathan was struggling with um, like what is his life living with his parents and the boys going to look like, which I cannot solve for him. And if I'm going to unfawn, I cannot solve for him. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just mean he was struggling with that. And he can talk about that later. The kids were all hitting new developmental phases, namely driving and dating and rolling their eyes. (laughs) Lots of eye rolling. (laughs) Lots of eye rolling. But again, good developmental, like healthy developmental stuff, right? So... I I spent the summer feeling like, and also I had a broken foot, so I lost walking, which is probably what regulates me the most. So I spent the summer in like an ongoing falling apart crybabying fit of just grieving, except everything was actually okay. I think it's just... So many things are so hard and to not fawn or not rescue or not be codependent was brutal, but not bad. Like everyone's healthier because of everything. It was just a really hard summer. Yeah. So it was before all that (laughs) that we were like, hey, we should do an episode on nothing. Far before that. Right? Yeah. And now we've had this hard summer, which was good. Lots of good out of it. But now we're like, oh, yeah, we said we were going to do mapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't feel the same. Not only was there mapping, but I think it was to take to therapy. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I consented to that. You, you don't have to. I No, see, I think that's another example, though, of... Like, my life changing 
over the summer is like I still have the same therapist. Yeah. As before the summer, right? And I really, really like her. I feel safe with her. I feel safe with that office. And also, that's one more thing that was hard this summer because, like, kind of in the same way of everything else, I guess part of part of my experience of the summer was about this grieving, except everything was okay. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. And, like, not dissociating or sometimes I call it daydreaming things that are good so like I don't mean dissociating trauma I mean dissociating from the reality of my life like for example my therapist is really funny and so I laugh a lot in therapy but it is daydreaming to think I only laugh in therapy mm -hmm. because I don't go to therapy for a good time no Right? Like, I cry. We talk about hard things. It's really yucky, and most of it I don't like. <laughs> Except the shredder. I love the shredder. Shred mm -hmm. all the things. Yeah. So, so that's an example of, well, sometimes we've talked about it as, like, daydreaming, um, of where I can't imagine what isn't. So, like, if, I still don't have good words to explain it. If I'm going to not be dissociating, and I know that's not something I can just turn off. But I mean, I don't want to miss out on the life that I'm living right now. So if I don't want to just dissociate my life away, then it means being present means seeing everything accurately, not just the trauma. So like even good things have boundaries. So like the kids just have all this candy, right, from Halloween or... yes. All this, like they can't eat it all at once and also not feel sick. Like it's really the same kind of lesson, just applied horizontally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I don't have better words for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So mapping is an example. If I have a good therapist that I've been safe with for all these months, then at some point I need to do therapy. <laughs> <laughs> therapy for trauma and DID. Oh, yeah, no, this last week I went and I just, I walked into her office. I had not seen her for four weeks because, not because anything was wrong, but because I went to the doctor and the ear doctor and the eye doctor and the dentist. And because I can't take off work, I had to use my therapy time to do those appointments. And I'm really proud of myself for doing my appointments and taking care of my body. Super proud of that and having benefits to do so. I'm so, so grateful. And also, because all of this is happening, like I've lost these colleagues at work. And, um, oh, it's hard to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like I walked into her office and there were so many things I could have talked with her about, but I sat down and cried. Like I just cried the whole time. Yeah. Of like... what do you, what do you do? Like, mm -hmm. so that was really hard, but you know what you did? Can I tell him what you did? Cause it was so sweet. I guess. I don't remember. You took me on a date oh, yeah. to lunch at a Middle Eastern restaurant. And I got to show you, try this and try this. We even found sesame candy, mm -hmm. like all the things. And, um, 
a little market that has some of the foods and seasonings and things from from that part of the world and that was just really sweet and touching yeah it was okay that was very sweet thank you i was trying to find something i don't know that this area has the best options for food but they had some yeah i i appreciate it i really did that was it was very sweet and very kind and it was fun to go get that and we brought home street bread mm -hmm. to make for the children so mm -hmm. they'll have that tonight and all the sweets that we made them try last night that you made them try the turkish delight and sesame candy and apricot what paste. was it paste <laughs> i forgot paste yeah, yeah. They really liked it. Some It was fun to see some of them like different ones more than others. Mm -hmm. And then everyone liked cookie pie <laughs> better than my savory dishes. But <laughs> uh. they're so glad when you come to visit because you like sweets and they like sweets. And I'm more of a savory person. So I overload them in sugar. Well done. Anytime. So mapping. Yeah. <laughs> Still avoiding that. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's just start simple and safe, allegedly, and go a piece at a time. Why don't you just read something from internet? Okay. About what is mapping your system. We will see. While you're looking that up, I will say... What we have done is we've got our little craft table. We're on either side of it. So we're across from each other since we're recording. And we have a pile of crayons, some pens, colored pencils. There's markers and paint pens behind you. And we have very blank pieces of paper. <laughs> so what are we supposed to do? Well... This is the first thing that came up, and it's from the Center for Growth. I don't know how good it is, but it is Dissociative Identity Disorder Mapping Your System. And it is talking about how to make a map of your system. What is a map of my system? It is an exercise designed for people struggling with DID. And mapping your system will help you better understand the relationships between all of your altars or shirts. Knowing the relationships between your altars can help you increase internal communication and enable everyone to work together more cooperatively. Understanding these relationships can also help you learn more about each altar's function or role in the system. If you are working with a therapist, make sure to share your system map with him or her, or them. I added that. Your therapist might be able to help you make sense of your map, or at least share their interpretation of it. So, like, this is a genogram for shirts? Yes. So, not just, here's a list, mm -mm. but how they're related to each other? Mm-hmm. It sounds like, according to this one... Now, this is just the first one that showed up. There are lots. But this is talking about different circles, different size circles, circles closer and further away from each other. 
What? Sounds like you have to know a lot about your system in order to map it. I was going to say, like, okay, there's a lot. And also, first of all, we're obviously, just to be clear and explicit, we are not going to give our entire mapped system details on the podcast. It is not safety appropriate. And also, we don't want to know. <laughs> but also, legit, just to say that explicitly, because that's part of it, right? For safety... We should not tell the world our entire system and how it works. That's just important for people to think about, like especially if they're content creators or online or something. Right. Sharing alters who are able to consent to that, functioning enough to consent to that, and who can manage that safely with online interactions. You do you, boo. Like it's up to you. But for safety, it's probably not a good idea to just lay out your whole system and tell the world about it and how to access everybody. That's just not safe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I started to hyperventilate for a second. Everything's fine. So I am only going to talk about, for me, I'm only going to talk about parts that people already know because of the podcast or the book. Also, probably not because this is hard. <laughs> I don't know even where to start. The only thing I can think of where to start is actually, I'm putting my pencil down. No, you don't have to put your pencil down. <laughs> I'm happy to put my pencil down. <laughs> For me, I know it is harder. It feels not it's okay wow it's tricksy i feel less safe looking at now time alters because i need now time not to mess up hmm. it is easier for me to start with looking using what i already know like from the book or from previous therapy because it's been a decade or three to start with childhood stuff a little bit. And here's where it's tricksy because I don't mean talking about stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's easier for me to look at that than what's happening right now. Okay. Looking at the stuff from then, not easy. I want to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so like... For me, the first thing that even comes to the surface, like almost compulsively, is that rather than even writing anything, I'm going to fold my paper in half. Because for me, I had altars that were for my mother and that were for my father. So that may not be what you have, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you need to like also fold yours the other way or diagonally or maybe you don't even need that. And I don't mean that's how my map will end up, but that's where for me I have to start. Because there's no other way. I have to, for me, for me, there's no other way for me to tolerate it. Yeah. I have to see that container of the line down the middle. I like it. It looks more manageable right then you have two smaller Just sections instead of one i think one. this is the right size paper 
That's your post-it note for when you have to pass on a question. You, you can't pass on the assignment. <laughs> okay, so this I'm this is just a draft, right? Yeah. This is not perfection. So now I'm gonna draw a line down the middle for me. Well, they in this little how-to, mm -hmm. they talk about asking the host what? different questions about different altars. What? Okay. So, I'm putting my know. pencil down again. Well, I wonder if it would be helpful to talk about if we're starting for you in the, the far away childhood stuff. Who helped you function then? Would that be safer? Okay, no. New nope. paper. Okay, whoa. <laughs> okay, back to now time. Now time. We did the time warp again. Okay, back to now time. What is the question? Who helps you function? I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? Well, so... I think when I had the idea of us mapping together, it was so I could help you with the things you don't see or want to see. And you could help me with the things I don't see or want to see. Ew. This just got very relational. <laughs> this is a collaborative mapping project. That was the original thought. Because if it's just me doing my map, this is what it looks like. <laughs> okay, okay. Because avoidance. Right. Right. I know you have one that does work, right? And I have one that does work. Work. Okay, so can we make a, use our post-its to make a list? Oh, lists are very good. Right? Lists are safe. So post it on my paper. Are we? Is this like functioning? Like roles? Well, I mean, you could put names if you want. I was just trying to keep it. Okay, that's fine. We can do it. Okay. Not names. So we have work. That's true. Mm -hmm. And then are there? You're still a daughter, because my parents are dead. So I don't have to write that one down. <laughs> Sorry. Again, being super generic, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of names. What about one that helps around the house or like with children or family? Or... So I will write parent. Mm -hmm. For me, this already splits because I have a parent that... I don't know how to say it. I have a parent that does what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to write does for right now and draw an arrow to the other one. And I have a parent that punishes me, not the children, but me. So this maybe falls under Dante, which I can say because people know from the podcast. And this is more M. And the reason I mention that is because 
well, when they hear this, we just had a conversation really that happened earlier this summer, but, mm -hmm. um, with Nathan about that. Okay. And we know also because the podcast, Dr. E, mm -hmm. I guess I didn't listen to my own advice about not sharing my... <laughs> you did share some, but not all of it. Okay, so my three roles so far have names, <laughs> but that's okay. I don't know all of them. Um, can I ask a question and you can edit if you need to? Mm -hmm. I know that you also have a parent role that is very nurturing and loving. Is that? I think she's gone. We Emma. lost her. She came back last fall for a bit. Oh, okay. And so I'm just drawing an arrow. Nurturing. These two? Maybe I do need a whole sheet of paper because I'm already like list. drawing arrows and stuff. The work one, Dr. E, is very separate from any kind of parenting or mm -hmm. other function. Like walled off. Mm -hmm. Like a very strong dissociative barrier. Like amnesia barrier or just... What? Mm. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, she doesn't know what these ones are doing. These ones don't know what she is doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think do so. Do you have a, you know, on your Cricut app, is there one to bleep out cussing? I could probably find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We haven't even got started in our app four. Uh-huh. This is really unpleasant. That's a good thing I only have one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mm, mm, false. That is a dissociative barrier. Mm. They don't have names all the time. Oh, yours have little dots like an official oh, bullet list. <laughs> Look at this shows our personalities. Look, yours is so organized with little lines and well, bullets for your list and mine's like scratch over here and scratch over here and arrows and lines and walls She's circles more creative and thorough <laughs> my therapist said i was thorough work and a parent okay can i ask a hard question mm -hmm. since you asked a hard question mm -hmm. you know how we wrote parents as in, I am one and you have some? Mm hmm What about siblings? Mm, Are like, those different shirts that deal with siblings? Like me? Either of us. Well, probably, depending on what they... What situation, because... At least for me, it will depend on what the need is. And so if the need is for the counselor part to show up, they will show up with parents or siblings. But if they need something fun, then someone else will show up for that. So your process is based on what other people need yes. from us. Yes. Which is not fawning, but in a dissociative way. Sometimes fawning. Mm -hmm. 
Is that all of us? Is that how it works? I like don't know. Like a trigger? The need is the trigger? I think maybe sometimes, but I don't think always. Like I'm going to need more post-it notes. You might. So I'm going to write sibling, because which I can't really talk about, but okay. for me, I don't really know because that's very walled off. Even more. You need like a thick Sharpie for that walled yes. off line. I do know that John Mark in the past was connected to that relationship. And grieves the loss of that relationship. Which I used your bullet point idea to write down loss. Because loss is not a part that I know of, but it's certainly a theme. Mm -hmm. Or function, like someone that can, that feels the thing or holds the... Ugh. I know we quickly went from functioning adults to trauma holders. <laughs> wow, that was fast. It doesn't take long at all. Because they're not all, I don't think they're all one or the other. Okay, but you have one to write down for that. I don't know. I don't Do you mean the one that cries? Yeah. There you go. Why do they always have terrible names? Does anyone, I just, I'm curious. Write in on the community. Does anyone else hate the names of their altars? Because I hate all of mine. What is that about? I don't know. Maybe you should write a bullet point for hater. <laughs> all right. Like your names are not good enough. They're terrible and embarrassing and uncomfortable. Oh, I think like it's children phobia. with needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Relational trauma is awful. The worst. Were you going for the crickets? I, I saw you about going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll come up for air for a minute. We're just making notes. <sighs> okay, so coming up for air. I need another new sticky. I'm on my third sticky and still have it written on my paper. I'm good. <laughs> okay, so coming back to functioning adults okay. and roles. Work, parent, or have parents. What other roles do we have? Taking care of the house. Um, functioning. What helps me function? I think part of what makes that hard to answer is I don't feel like I do function. Well, what's the definition for function for you? Because you have published like 45 books now in like a <laughs> year and a half. <laughs> and you have children that are going to school and you have a house that is stable and clean and you have work and like I don't know what else you needed to do to function. Okay, then I don't understand the question. Well, who helps you get all those things done? Hell if I know. <laughs> is the author the same one that does the work? What? The author? Is it the same one that does the work? 
No. What? <sighs> okay. I'm putting dotted lines between work and author. So you have a planner oh, that helps you function. I do. And you have a counselor part mm -hmm. that helps you function. I don't know where this one fits in. Okay. Um, you mentioned when we talked about siblings and family, you mentioned if they need a counselor part, the counselor part could show up. But if you, if they need fun, someone else shows up. Mm -hmm. So maybe you should write down whoever is someone else. <laughs> that's less, I might need a second post-it because that's less functioning adult today. That's more like fun middles. Fun middles. Let's make a whole sticky just for fun middles. Ooh. I don't know that I have anyone. Uh, oh, I can think of some if you want names. Sasha. Oh snap. Cassie. That's not fun. Mm -hmm. You don't think so? It, she might do something else too. She's fun. John Mark is fun too, but he has more. He wears lots of roles. So if we're saying fun middles, like as a noun, mm -hmm. what is that function? Play? Maybe playfulness or like relational, like they're good at building relationships. That's really interesting because Dante is not good at relationships. No. M is not good at relationships. Dr. E does not do relationships. I like relationships with them, but they're Ugh. different kinds. Like, okay. Interesting. So I'm noticing a pattern. I need another sticky. Yes. I'm on my fourth sticky. I'm noticing a pattern. I don't mean to get us off topic of fun middles, but I'm noticing a pattern that they, I'm going to make a, I don't know how to write it. So I'm noticing in a bullet point here mm -hmm. that one theme that is showing up is that parts have to do with needs mm -hmm. remember somebody said that that parts are our ne needs that was your therapist yeah and you were not happy about <laughs> it <laughs> oh yeah my therapist-in-law so one theme is that parts are needs but that kind of feels like it gets split into my needs which may be unmet and their needs or external, which is at the expense of me. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing has to do with function which looks like roles or process. Like roles feel like survival and process feels like fawning. Maybe it overlaps. I don't quite have this part right, but mm -hmm. it's just, I'm writing down what I notice. Or I'm gonna scratch this part out and get a new sticky. 
this is how I write too, just so you know, it looks like this and there's index cards all over the wall or whatever. Okay, so then the other part is function, which looks like roles, what others require, and survival, what I require. That feels a lot like up here. So are these like, like there might be folks holding unmet needs and there are people holding how to meet enough needs to survive? Like, like parallel but different. And then like, to me, this is like content and this is process. Okay. So it feels a little different, but ultimately what you're seeing is exactly what I'm seeing in that, like when we think about switching, for example, because we started to map and now nothing is on our papers, <laughs> except post-it notes. Post notes. Um, it feels like when we talk about switching, that that gets triggered by either an internal need, like survival, like Dr. E has to work or we will be hungry and homeless. Thank you, Dr. E. Right? Or an external need, like the children need something. Mm-hmm. Or someone else is expecting something. Okay. So the trigger, different post-it. We're up to six now, people, for anyone keeping score. <laughs> so triggers, like for switching, as opposed to memories, mm -hmm. right? Like switching seems to be activated then by internal or external needs yeah so that's what she meant about oh my therapist mm. about shirts being needs yeah so she meant i think she means it more specific but i think it's true mm -hmm. in process too right so let me put my stickers on this i need a new piece of paper because if I go back to drawing. Ooh, now we're in a, a graph. We've got quadrants. But what happens if we write that down, if there are internal or external triggers for switching, mm -hmm. then it means my internal need has a part that meets that need. But that also means there's an external part or a part aware it's not being met externally. Yeah. Like holding it. So like there's a part that can meet it for ourselves. And a, part, and a part that holds the trauma of not of the deprivation of it not being met of it not being met, which goes back to what you saw earlier of why is there always an opposite part? I don't know. 
That's just a theory. I could be really wrong. No, but look how it looks right there. Mm -hmm. So the same thing for external. If I drew the same thing again, we're going to have to post these pictures on the community. If I draw the same thing, like quadrants, right? Mm -hmm. And then the first quadrant on the top left, we write internal. And then external on the right top quadrant. The same thing happens if... There's a part that has to perform, which means there's a part that's not getting to be themselves. Which is that double pairing again. Mm. So when this, when an external need brings about somebody a switch to someone who can perform the part like play the role mm -hmm. there is the part that shows up outside external to fill the role for the external need right but then inside there's a part that is holding not getting to be themselves in that moment right because they're having to fawn exactly or perform and do instead of be so, in practicalness, think about our hot conversations this summer. Don't. <laughs> that was painful. But, like, just appropriate examples, right? If you are only fawning, mm -hmm. then you are being what you think I need, mm -hmm. and then I'm not actually getting you. Yeah. If I need help with something with parenting and you're there as the supportive person or like this morning we went to Amber's 5k mm -hmm. and so like yay that's fun but if then you're stuck parenting all day when you've already said I'm not their parent I don't want to be the parent which is a fine boundary nothing mm -hmm. wrong with the boundary but if we cross the boundary then you're no longer getting to just be you where you're like, I have this spoon to offer for this thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and then we're pulling from you and it's too much. So how we meet that so it's healthy is like, we're going to go do this thing. And then also we're going to go back to our room and take a nap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Or we're going to go upstairs and talk about mapping, which is the only thing worse than parenting. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? No, it makes sense. I don't know that it helps me know who my parts are. Oh, right. Sorry. We can no, focus. No, you don't need to. I, this is much easier. Okay. Let's talk philosophically about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that dissociation? No, I think it's helping understand. And then we can fill in the pieces. Okay. So let's go back to the pieces. We were talking about fun middles before this. Oh, that was uncomfortable, huh? Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. What's uncomfortable for you? Well, middles. that might be too much. Because they have fun, mm -hmm. which means I will get in trouble mm. and or is a threat to my survival. I don't have the stability in my life to be able to just relax and have fun. Mm. And growing up, I was not allowed to have fun. Okay. So 
Then there's the third layer also is that because of that deprivation, my literal like fun skills are developmentally delayed, which makes me not cool to anybody, hmm. especially in a house full of teenagers, well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, you could be the coolest parent in the world and still not be cool to your teenagers. Mm, it's a sad season when they just hate me all the time. It is. Not all the time. It's just sad. I miss them. But they're becoming beautiful individual people, which is great. Mm -hmm. Do we have any more middles to add? To I, I understand I got off track on philosophy, but here's why. Because if that's true, and then when we're talking about fun middles then it means we also have unfun middles. Hmm. Is where I'm meant to be going. Okay. So do we need to write those on the list of who they might be? Middles. <laughs> this is such pejorative language. Right? But I don't know how else to grasp it. No. Also, I understand, and I want to say explicitly because it feels that important, it's not actually that binary Right, like all of this is on a spectrum, even yeah. middles. At what point is John Mark a little? At what point is he a middle? It's the same with development with kids, mm -hmm. my outside kids. And it may depend on the moment, which may be how some people have like age sliders. Mm -hmm. So that could be part of it too. But anyway, whatever, just for now, the for category. being able to write unfun middles, what does that even mean? Debbie Downers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, cognitively, it would make sense that if the middle, the fun middles are for building relationships and play. Play and relationships. Then the unfun middles would probably be isolated. Oh, snap. And like... Maybe punishing instead of playful. Punishing self and others. Mm -hmm. I feel like that one. I like that they're just going to hear our pencils writing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my sticky's full. I love how our papers are still blank. <laughs> We're going to use this stack of 500. We will. But our papers will be blank. We'll be like, just our paper with all the stickies. Here's my map. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just going to put it in the mailbox as is. Oh, perfect. Okay. Do you know any? Oh, snap. We're really going to answer the question. Well, I mean... No, I think you're right. Okay, so... Who is isolated and punished? Oh, we're helping each other see. I forgot mm -hmm. we were being relational. Look how fast I did that. Yeah. Okay. Hard conversation, but we're safe. Isolated and punishing myself or others. I think mm -hmm. you have some littles that like that they're finally being taken care of, but you have some middles who really don't let me do that or get in the way of me doing that. Mm -hmm. So however you want to write that down. I don't know how 
it's different shirt. What? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just trying to think of who it would be and how it's different. But maybe, maybe for now, you could just like write a box, stopping care. Okay. Like not just waiting for it, not just mourning that you don't have it. You have shirts that do that too. But this is specifically like a shirt or more that. Like swaps it away. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stops the care. Like quit it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being so nice. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you have that shirt. <laughs> I was so excited to see you. And I'm like, I'm like pouncing on you. And you were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I can't sorry. even say it like she said it. What are you doing? Like, I'm not mocking. Here's what was funny. It wasn't that I was being shamed. Like, for me, part of it is actually appropriate, right? This is what we were talking about. The wild abandon versus mm -hmm. containment and restraint. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, everyone thought that was only sex, and I got emails about that. I'm not talking just about sex. Like, even just like, oh, I haven't got to see you for a week, and you show up at my house, and I'm like, ah! Let me tackle you. me at the door. Right, right, right. <laughs> tackle you at the door. And you're like, whoa, buddy. Stand out. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but here's what was, made it so funny. And I do not at all mean disrespect to that part. Because it wasn't just like, what are you doing? Like mocking me. It was not mocking me. It was not like, what are you doing? Like shaming me. Mm -hmm. It was literally a baffled confused I don't understand what is happening what are you doing mm -hmm. like it was a legit valid question it was not pushing me away or mocking me it was confusion yeah well it's like when my dogs greet me when I get home but except I'm not a dog you're not so a dog what is wrong with the person <laughs> why are you jumping on me like my dogs right? exactly <laughs> Exactly. So, but it's good because when she says that, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay, time to balance, <laughs> like reel it back in, mm -hmm. right?" No, that's good and healthy. It's good communication. Mm -hmm. But that that is not the same as this group that is literally stopping care of. No, I don't want this, or no, I don't need that. When you do, which is different also than preference. Yeah, you may prefer that I don't care about you, <laughs> but not, I mean, show care or tend to mm -hmm. those parts, those shirts, mind, but that's not the same as the other one that was like legit confused about what was actually happening. Does that make sense? It does. So, did you find a way to write down? You have to say it out loud. I just wrote stopping care. Oh, look, you wrote it several times over. Oh, just saying. No, it feels like a big thing, but it's middle-ish. Mm-hmm. What, anymore, or what about you? Yeah, I guess that's what's next. What is isolating? I would never isolate. <laughs> This is hard. Mm -hmm. So I'm 
following a trail again and we can come back. But I think part of why this is important is because it's not just about shirts that are out front and functioning. Like here are my altars and here's who I know. This is also about dissociation and more subtle shirts and dissociation and ego states and things like that that are mm-hmm. so what is that and who is that mm-hmm. and like you said with your box of stopping care mm-hmm. mine maybe is avoiding care yeah. or I don't know what to put in the box but how do you see what maybe like I think of like union psychology where they talk about the light and the shadow mm-hmm. like this is a shadow for me mm-hmm. and the healthier I get the more aware of I, the more aware I am that it actually causes pain to people in my life who are trying to care about me. And so then I feel terrible about that, which makes it worse mm-hmm. and even harder to reach out. But like I can draw that box and write avoid care. Who is that or what process is that? Mm-hmm. And I don't well, know I- how to heal it. I think Dante plays a role somewhere. Maybe. Okay, so I'm just going to write an arrow and write Dante and a question mark. Sorry, that was a lot. That's okay. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Do you need to stop? No, I'm okay. I don't no, know. you don't have to sit up. Like... No, I'm just stretching. Okay. So there are some places that we literally can sense evidence of parts or shirts or process or ego state even though it doesn't have a name or space that we're aware of. Yeah. It's like being able to see that someone is there, even though we don't know them yet. Mm-hmm. But that's progress, right? Like noticing it. Yeah. Okay. Our papers are still blank. Well done. Us. <laughs> so we did the the middles fun and unfun okay do we have any more to do on either of those not that i can think of right now okay before we jump to the littles Ooh. i know when we did the functioning adultish parts did we do the light and the shadow like the internal and external oh snap. or is that do you think that is so who okay so then my question would be if these are the ones who help us function, mm-hmm. who's getting in the way of functioning would be the shadow, right? Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to consider who instead of process. Yeah. Like, as we think about this, I notice myself thinking, like, oh, that's just the way I am. Mm. Except it's not who I am. So where is that coming from? Yeah. Who is that coming from? Well, are these like inner critic roles or like... Oh, inner critic would definitely be an adult shadow. So I'm going to put a box around that, meaning I know that's the role they're playing, but I don't know what their name is or if they have a name. We don't have to have a name. No matter what dissociative disorder we have, it doesn't mean everyone has to have a name. But I put a block around it to make sure I hold space that that's a thing happening. Mm-hmm. What about, um, like, persecutors? Oh. Wouldn't they be in the shadow role? Persecutors. 
I wonder too. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. I don't know where I went. I wonder too if maybe some of the functional adults have non functional children as like the opposite. Ooh. New sticky. So functional adults as the opposite of non-functional littles. Sometimes I think that may be the other way too, like non-functional parts are the mm -hmm. opposite of functional littles. Like littles who are really good at play, our inner critics shut them down. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's like a four-way circle. Mm-hmm. You know what would be funny? What? If we do all this work and we have 4,500 post-it notes with ideas about roles in the systems, and then we open one of the books on DID about mapping, and it's all right there. <laughs> I'm sure that it is. Right? That would be funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> This conversation will be continued in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Your support really helps us feel less alone while we sort through all of this and learn together. Maybe it will help you in some ways too. You can connect with us on Patreon by going to our website at www.systemspeak.org. If there's anything we've learned, it's that connection brings healing. We look forward to connecting with you.